Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. As Christians, we have great hope because one day we all going to be resurrected if we do not die on that day when Jesus come back on the earth the second time. We all going to be raised up to meet him in the air. But if you pass, you slept already, you're going to be resurrected, have a new body, and you're going to meet the Lord Jesus Christ on that day. For the unbelievers, the resurrection will happen after 1,000 years that Jesus reigned on the earth. So the resurrection of the righteous happened 1,000 years before the unrighteous. So we're going to see each other on that day again. Are you glad that you're going to have a very healthy and young body for the rest of eternity? Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He's wonderful. I really love Jesus. He has done great things in mankind, life, and in my life. Do you know that at the cross, Jesus Christ took our sin, and He handed to us righteousness, the righteousness of God, so that we can be the saints and the righteous people. At the cross, He took our death, and He offered to us superabundant life and eternal life. At the cross, He took our curses, and He offered to us the blessing of Abraham. At the cross, He took our sicknesses, and He offered to us the divine health, the healing and the divine health. At the cross, He took our poverty and lack, and He offered to us the riches. At the cross, He took the shame onto His body, and He gave us an offer to us the glory. At the cross, He took the rejection that we have, and He offered to us the acceptance of God. And at that moment, before He died, He said, it is finished. It's done deal. As believers, we can receive the glory, the acceptance, divine health, riches, blessing, life, and eternal life. And He proved that what He did for us on the cross can really happen because He has the power of resurrection. He was raised from the dead. Are you glad that He is not the dead God? He was raised from the dead. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He is the good God, and He wants to offer to us many good things while we are living on earth here. He has bought us the blessing the riches, the healing, all the great things He bought for us by dying on the cross and shedding His blood. But there are many ways that you can receive all these great things and the blessing and the victory from Him. Definitely, we receive by faith. And we receive by confessing what He promises us. So we have faith and we confess. But God has many ways to bless us. And today, I would like to mention one of the ways that God can bless us. 
Let me read from Hebrew chapter 6, verses 1 to 2. I'm not a traditional guy, so you may come expecting to hear the Easter message, but I'm not traditional. I'm not ritual. I follow the Holy Spirit. In fact, before I decide to preach this one, the Holy Spirit told me that I need to, need to preach this message, and I argue with God. God, this is an Easter Sunday. I should preach something else. And he said, no, you preach this one. So I need to obey the Holy Spirit. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 to 2. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. What are the elementary principles? Not laying, again, the foundation of repentance from dead works, of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. I have been producing the teaching called the doctrines of the lasting or the eschatology, and I put in the YouTube. Please listen in the YouTube. I already put in four parts. I finished recording 10 or 11 parts already. So please listen about the resurrection of the dead and the eternal judgment. By the way, the Bible talks about the doctrine of the laying on of hands. The laying on of hands is the way that we can receive great things from God. God wants us to understand this foundational doctrine so that we can receive the blessing from God. In 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 22, do not be hasty in the laying on of hands and do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. The Bible talks about the laying on of hands, not as ritual, not as tradition, but it's the way of impartation, that you receive something from heaven. How many people want to receive something from heaven? Good things. Heaven doesn't have bad things. I remember many weeks ago, a young man in our church got a letter. After the pandemic, he could not go back to work. And that letter came from IRS. The letter said that, we sent you the debit card of $1,400 to you many weeks ago, but you have not registered this debit card yet. And if you accidentally threw away this debit card, sometimes you saw envelope and say, oh, this is a junk thing, just throw away. And he did throw away. He did throw that debit card away. And the letter said, if you want to really receive a new one, I think the government is so wise. They know that somebody threw that debit card away. Please call this 1-800 number. If you are in that position, will you call the 1-800 number? Yes. Do you want to get free $1,400? Yes. No one answer. <laughs> Do you want $1,400 for free from the government? Yes, for sure. And the man called. The man called the IRS. And a month later, he got the debit card again. And now he got the money. That is the way you get money from the government, by calling 1-800 number. The laying on of hand is a 1-800 number. That God can give something to you. Unfortunately, most Christians have no idea about the laying on of hands. Most churches in the world don't practice the laying on of hands. That's why the members are sick. 
in trouble, have demonic problem, and have this and that and poverty because they don't understand that how to receive something good from God. One of the ways is to receive the laying on of hands. So I'm going to read quickly many scriptures how the laying on of hands works in our Christian life. First one, Mark chapter 16, 17 to 18. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will, it will by no means, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. The laying on of hand is used for healings, supernatural healing. I remember when I was a young believer, only one-year-old Christian, one of my kids got a lump in her body. And when I look at that lump, I thought that she need to see a pediatric surgeon to cut that lump off. It's so big. It's about the size of my thumb. And I was thinking, who should she see? And suddenly, God tell me, why don't you pray for your daughter? So I lay a hand on my daughter and say, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. I went to the clinic that day. I came home. The lump was gone. The mass was gone. God healed her. Many years ago, I got a lump on my chest here. I can feel the lump. And I lay a hand on myself and say, in the name of Jesus, this lump must go. By that evening, the lump was gone. God healed me by the laying on of hands. You can see, many months ago, one of my patients came. He is an IT guy from India. He lived here for many years. He showed up in my office and he said that, Dr. Lau, do you remember me? I said, no, I don't remember you. I saw you many years ago, more than 10 years ago. At that time, I had brain cancer in here. So you operated on me, and you told me that this is a brain cancer. You will not live more than nine months. I'm sorry. From the medical textbook, this cancer cannot be completely healed. We call glioblastoma multiforme. But anyway, I'm going to pray for you. So I lay hand on him and say, in the name of Jesus, he is not a believer. He's not a Christian. In the name of Jesus, you are healed. More than 10 years later, he showed up in my office. You remember, you lay hand on me, you pray for me, and the new MRI scan show no cancer, all gone. Normally, this cancer, people cannot live more than nine months to a year. Everyone died of this cancer if God does not heal this sickness. Amen? So the laying on of hand is the way to really heal the sick. Acts chapter 19, verses 11 to 12. Now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them, and the evil spirit went out of them. Many years ago, one of the members of the church, he planned to go back to Taiwan. He's Filipino by background. His dad lived in Taiwan. And his dad got afflicted by terminal stage cancer. 
So in the revival service, he brought a handkerchief to me and said, Pastor Lau, could you lay hand on this handkerchief? I'm going to fly out to my daddy soon. So he did. I lay hand on the handkerchief. He went to Taiwan. And two years later, his dad showed up in his wedding, sitting here in this corner and playing guitar and singing the song of wedding for his son. He got healed completely from the incurable cancer by the handkerchief, by the laying out of hands on the handkerchief. My brother and sister, you can lay hands on yourself. You can lay hands on your relative, your friend, when they get sick. You can believe that laying on of hand can bring healing to the body. Luke chapter 4, 40 to 41, when the sun was setting, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people shouting, you are the son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew he was the Christ. Jesus was in the ministry of touching. He lay hand a lot. He touched people, lay hand, lay hand, touching a lot. So nowadays, we are doing the ministry of Jesus. Jesus say in the Bible, the work that I did, you shall do also, and greater work than this you shall do. This is the reason why as believers, we need to understand and practice the laying on of hands. And we can see miracles. Demons can come out from people. And God can touch and heal people. But we need to do it by faith. Not only that, the laying on of hands is also used for transferring the Spirit of God on people. The Spirit of God can transfer the good things from heaven into people's life. In the book of Acts chapter 9, verse 17, and Ananias went his way, entered the house, and laying his hands on him, on Saul or Paul. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight healing and be filled with the Holy Spirit. In this situation, Paul received the laying on of hand to get healed from blindness and also to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 8, verses 17 to 18. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given and he offered them money. You can see that the laying on of hand is not only impart the healing power, but also impart the person called the Holy Spirit on people. And that's what happened to me when I was a new believer, only two years old believer. I went to a meeting and a doctor from England lay hand on my head. And suddenly the Holy Spirit came on me and I spoke in tongues. And since that day, I was never the same. He can impart the Spirit of God into people's lives by the laying on of hands. Last Sunday, I came to church. One young boy, maybe he's about 15 years old boy, came to me and said, Pastor Lau, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. I said, sure. The church is over already. I went there, I laid hand on him. He suddenly spoke in tongue. And this morning, the dad told me that my son had never been the same. 
He changed. Now he prayed like a doubt. He so changed after he was filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can give you many good things. That's why we need to believe in the laying on of hands and practice the laying on of hands. I tell you the truth. If I don't practice the laying on of hands, I'm stealing the blessing from you. That's why our church practiced the laying on of hands to bring something from heaven into people's life. Not only that, the laying on of hands also used for impartation of the spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. The gift such as the gift of preaching, the gift of teaching, the gift of words of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the gift of prophecy, tongues, interpretation, the gift of faith, the gift of healing. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. I never forgot my own experience. In 1997, I went to Portland, Oregon. I was seeking the Holy Spirit at that time. I went to this revival service, and the evangelist laid hand on me. He said, all the pastor and preacher and evangelist come out. I was sitting in the back of the room. I ran so fast, even though my legs are shorter than the American pastors. I ran so fast. I was number two in the line. <laughs> number two. I ran from the back. Number two. He lay hand on me. I fall under the power, and I start to laugh in the Holy Spirit. When I got up from the floor, I noticed that my faith, rose up to another level. I was not a man of faith that much because I'm a doctor. I tend to be logical and always go by what I see. I don't have that faith that much. I did not have. Until that day, this evangelist imparted the gift of faith on me. After that day on, my faith rise up. Last night, we came to the young adult service. I was watching one of our brothers. He may be 22 years old, something like that. He was preaching last night, and I was looking at him. Wow, he preached better than me. Really, he preached better than me. He can preach on Sunday now. And God remind me, this man came to the church at 10 years old. He get lay hand on every Sunday. And the gift of preaching impart into this young man. And he can preach very well. Because of the gift of God was imparted to him through the laying out of hand in the church. So that's number three. Number one, healing. Number two, impartation of the spirit. Number three, impartation of the gifts of God. Number four, First Timothy chapter four, verse 14. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. When you get lay hand on, sometimes God gives the word of prophecy. On Wednesday night, I went to have dinner with a brother in the church. And he told me the story. I was amazed. He said he came to revival service. I lay hand on him. He said he's not going to fall down because he's, a, he's like this big, big guy. He's not going to fall down, but he said, when I lay hand, it boom, down. And I don't remember what I say. He said that uh, I did not speak English. I spoke something else. But all the time that I spoke to him, he heard in English. 
And God told him about what to do in his business, what to do in his finances, and everything in detail. I could not remember. How can I know? He is a computer guy. I'm a neurosurgeon. But he heard the prophecy from me in English, and exactly what he needed to hear. And he said that all this year, after the pandemic hit the world, he used all those things that I prophesied on him, and he. Passed this pandemic very well. You see, he got the word of prophecy from God through the laying on of hands. Amen. Is it wonderful to receive things from God? Prophecy, gifts, Holy Spirit, healing. Laying on of hand also is used in impartation or transferring the blessing from heaven. When I lay hand on my children, when I lay hand on my wife. I impart the blessing into their life. The Bible says in Mark chapter 10, verse 16, and he took them up in his arms, he in Jesus, put his hands on them and blessed them. Matthew 19, 13 to 15. Then little children were brought to him that he might put his hands on them, that he might put his hands on them. I admit to you that I thank God for live stream. I thank God for online church. I thank God for new technology. But the online and the live stream is not for normal life. It's for somebody who lives far away. I give you an example. One Laotian lady who lives in France, she followed my teaching. And she listened to my teaching in the kitchen while she was washing dishes. And at the end of the sermon, she heard the voice and lay hand on people. I purposefully keep that voice in my sermon so that people can listen during the laying on of hands. Why she was listening to the laying on of hands in New Hope International Church in France, the Holy Spirit touched her. And she got drunk, demon come out of her, she was healed, and after that, her husband got saved. Her kids got saved, the whole family now has gone to church in France. But again, she could not come to New Hope. I understand God used that particular situation to touch her by the voice in the CD. But if people in the city, you should show up. You should come to God. These kids come to Jesus and Jesus lay hand on them. But the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, let the little children come to me. Everyone say, come to Jesus. Do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed from there. My brothers and sisters, in the whole four gospel, very few situations that Jesus spoke words of miracle without somebody around there to receive the miracle. Like one girl was dying and the dad came to him and said, could you please speak the word? that my daughter will be healed. Yes, that daughter was really sick. She could not come to Jesus. But if you read the four gospel, everyone who needs miracle from Jesus came to him. And he lay hand on them. He lay hand on them and they got healed. They got delivered. They got miracle. He even lay hand on the coffin. And the dead person raised from the dead by the laying on of hands. In Acts chapter 13, verses 1 to 3, that is another reason we lay hand in the church. 
Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayer and laid hands on them, they sent them away. Another thing in laying on of hand is to really impart the grace of God into somebody who is going to go out to do some specific thing for God. For example, if you're going to need to travel to India for a mission trip, the church can lay hand on you and impart the grace into your life so that when you get there, you have super abundant grace to get the job done for God. You remember when Joshua started to serve Moses, Moses lay hand on Joshua, the next leadership. And the Bible says, the spirit of wisdom came on Joshua by the laying on of hands from Moses. The laying on of hands practiced since the time of Moses, since the time of even Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You remember when Jacob laid hand on the two grandchildren. He put his hand across like this. He imparted the blessing on the grandchildren. Laying on of hand practiced from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. We should understand how to practice the laying on of hands. Last one, and then I will talk about the practical point quickly. Last one is for ordination or appointment for somebody to be leaders in the church, to be pastor, elders, and deacons in the church. In the book of Acts chapter 6, a group of people served God in the church in Jerusalem faithfully. And eventually, the apostles want to appoint them to be deacons in that church. What happened? Acts chapter 6, verse 6. And whom they set before the apostles. When they, mean the apostles, had prayed and they laid hand on them. This group of people became deacons in the church and the apostles laid hand on them to give the anointing, the gifts into their life for the appointment or ordination. Now, I want to explain the practical point. Number one, laying on of hand for healing. Number two, laying on of hand for imparting the Holy Spirit, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be touched by the Spirit, to be touched by the fire of God. Three, laying on of hands for receiving spiritual gifts. Four, laying on of hand in order to receive the blessing from God or you give blessing to somebody. Five, the laying on of hands come also with prophecy sometimes to give you direction of your life. Six, laying on of hands for sending people out to do some mission works. Laying on of hands for ordination in the church. Now we're going to come to the practical point. In the laying on of hands, there are two groups of people. The group that receive and the group that give. You get lay hand on or you lay hand on somebody. I lay hand on my children at home when they were young a lot. I lay hand on Pastor Da too. When Pastor Da 
have some concern, I lay hand on her, and God healed her. Sometimes Pastor Dan lay hand on me, and God healed me. Sometimes my son Paul was sitting there eating breakfast. I come to his back and lay hand on him and say, "God gonna use you. God gonna bless you. God gonna give you favor." I lay hand and bless my son. We can lay hand on each other in the family, as friend in the church. We lay hand on each other. It's okay. But now we're gonna learn. If you are on the receiving side, what you should do? Somebody lay hand on you. I'm gonna go to practical point here. When you want to receive something from God, one of the ways that you can receive from God is by laying on of hand. The question is, are you willing to receive? Our God is a gentleman. He will never break the door of your life and go in and try to force you to receive anything from Him. This is why Jesus said in the Book of Revelation, "I'm knocking at the door." And if you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and I will die with you. You die with me. So He's gonna come in to give you the blessing, because you open the door. So the first question: Are you willing to receive? Before the pandemic, the way we handle the laying on of hand is to say, "Who want to be prayed for? Come out to the front here." And people walk out to the front. At that time, we have Archer try to help people, and I come to your face and lay hand on you. But with the pandemic, we want to practice distancing and avoid the spreading of the virus. So now I cannot do that until the pandemic is over. This is the reason why I go behind your back and lay hand on your shoulder or your head behind you with the face shield. I have the face shield in there. I can put the face shield with mask on and lay hand on you. If you don't want to be lay hand on, you can walk out. I will not get mad at you. The question. Are you willing to receive? Do you have the desire to receive something good from God? Healing, blessing, deliverance, gifts, Holy Spirit, whatever good things from God. You may need more grace. You may need wisdom. You say, "Pass aloud today." You lay hand on me. I'm gonna receive more wisdom from God, not from me, from God. Number two, the second question to yourself: Do you have faith to receive God's Spirit? And blessing and healing, you receive everything from God by faith. This is the reason why God demanded me to teach this lesson this weekend. He said that New Hope International Church have so many new people; they never heard this message, and they don't know how to receive. I want them to have faith, so when they get lay hand on, they can start to exercise their faith and receive the good things from God. Amen. Let me ask you this question: If I write a check, one thousand dollars, and I say I want to give to you, I put the number down, but the name is empty. You can write your own name later on. How many people want to receive that check? Oh, only a few people. The rest are real rich. They don't need more money. If I write a check without name, just write the number fifty thousand dollars. How many people want to receive? Wow! No hesitation. How about one million? Wow! When we talk about money, why you raise hand? And when I talk about one million, you get excited more. When I talk about one thousand, um, fifty thousand, hmm. But one million, yes, you get excited. 
My brother and sister, you need to think this way. When you get lay hand on, you get a check. You get a check from God. You need to say, yes. And not only that, I believe. Is that right? But actually, so many things in life you cannot buy with money. Good marriage. Happy wife, happy life. You cannot do it with money. Healing. Or breakthroughs. Promotion. Grace. Wisdom. All this you cannot buy with money. But who can give all these things to you? The Holy Spirit. God can bless you more than you can imagine. And one of the ways to receive the blessing from God is by the laying on of hands. You receive something from the Lord. Do you have faith? Do you want to receive? Number three, do you really honor the person that lay hand on you? This is the reason why I cannot go into any church and lay hand on people. I can lay hand on only people who can accept my anointing. Look at Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 6. Jesus left there and went to his hometown in Nazareth, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things? You notice the question full of doubt. <laughs> they are doubtful. They asked, what is this wisdom that had been given him, that he even does miracles? Isn't this the carpenter? Another question, very full of doubt. And also look down on Jesus. Oh, it's just a carpenter. Is, isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this a neurosurgeon who never went to Bible school? Isn't this a Thai man? He's not an American pastor. He spoke with accent. Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Aren't his sister here with us? Well, he grew up in this church. He came to this church since four years old, and now he's a pastor. He preached. Oh, he's nothing. And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, only in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his own house, is a prophet without honor. In order to receive good things from heaven, from a man or a woman of God, you need to honor that person and have faith. He could not do any miracles there except lay his hands, again, lay hands, on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their lack of faith. Honor and faith come together. When you don't honor, you don't have faith. Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village. My brothers and sisters, you need to respect people who lay hands on you. You need to honor and believe in their anointings. Amen? Number one, do you want to receive? If you want to receive, pray for me, please. You ask. Ask, it will be given to you. Knock, the door will be opened. Seek, you shall find. You need to ask. Two, you need to have faith. You receive by faith and surrender. Three, you need to honor the anointing or the things that God will do through that person. How about the person who lay hand on other people? The person who lay hand on other people, for example, when I lay hand on my wife, a few days ago, my 
wife, Pastor Da, say that I have kind of weird feeling on my leg. And when I listen to the symptom, I know it's not surgical problem. So I lay hand on her back and say, be healed. This morning she told me it's gone. So because you lay hand by faith for the healing. Amen? You can do that. Lay hand by faith. When you lay hand, the giving, the giving side must exercise faith. The receiving side must exercise faith. Number two, you do it in love. Not because you want money, not because you want position or any hidden agenda. You do it out of pure love and faith. Number three, if you want to exercise laying out of hands, it's so important that you need to shape up your life. You need to live a righteous and holy life. Because laying out of hands is about impartation. If you live sinful life, you can impart some sin and some demons into people. So you have to live a holy life in order to lay hands on other people. Amen? Number four, you must be led by the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I ask my patient, oh, can I pray for you? My patient says, yes, please pray for me. And the Holy Spirit told me, don't lay hand, just pray. And sometimes my patient lying there before surgery, I say, can I pray for you and lay hand on you? And the patient say, yes, please lay hand on me. Then I lay hand. I need to be led by the Holy Spirit. One time in the operating room, a man showed up in the operating room with heart attack, full vessel blockage, and the doctor said, you may not make it. And by the grace of God, I was in the operating room on the same hour. I was operating on somebody. And then the anesthesiologist came into my room while I was operating. Uh, Dr. Lau, somebody know you in another room. He had a heart attack and he may not make it. Very bad blockage of the vessel. Can you go and pray for him? He asked for you. And I was there the same hour. So I talked to the nurse and anesthesiologist. Can I get out of this surgery for a few minutes? I have to leave the operating table. The patient still lie there. They say, okay, go, 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 go. We want to make sure he's not dying. So I left the operating room, went to his room. He was not under general anesthesia yet. I say, brother, can I pray for you? And it's a little bit awkward because the surgeon was standing there, the anesthesiologist standing there, all the nurses looking at me. And I came in as a pastor, not as a surgeon. I lay hand on him and pray for him. After I lay hand, the anesthesiologist put him to sleep right away because they need to do surgery. And the anesthesiologist whispered to me, this is serious. He may not make it. And next morning, I went to the ICU. He looked normal. He sat up, he eat, he walked, he looked. I just had dinner with him on Wednesday. Praise God. You can see that God can perform miracles to save people's life by the laying on of hand. But I need to be led by the Spirit. I need to do it by faith and in love. Not only that, in the issue of laying on of hand, you need to guard yourself as well. You need to really have the shield of faith on you because sometimes you may deal with demons. You lay hand on somebody and the demon can jump into you too. So you have to really 
be a man of faith, a woman of faith, and really live a holy life to protect yourself. You need to know the biblical principle. You need to know the promises of God and speak the promises of God. This is the reason why I'm teaching you this lesson right now. I want to encourage all of you. What you can do is to lay hand on people for healing the sick. You can lay hand on your friend or relative for blessing them. And if you have a chance, you can lay hand on people to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? You can do that. But the practical point, one thing in the church. I'm talking about the church now. If you want to lay hand on each other outside the building, it's not my business. It's between you and that person. So you are the one who received. You need to make sure that the one who lay hand on you is somebody you know. Okay? Not anybody lay hand on you because there is impartation there. But in the church building like this, we call public meeting. The meeting that you sit with people you don't know their life at all. I have the, we call rules in New Hope International Church. I have the rule. In this kind of meeting, if I don't assign somebody to lay hand on you, no one lay hand on each other. Period. Only I or somebody that I assign. Why? Because the mess happened in the church due to the practice of massive laying out of hand. Many years ago in Canada, there was a move of God and Satan sent in his worker into those meetings. And in that practice at that time, they lay hand to each other in the church. So Satan's worker come in and lay hand on people too and people start to bark, to crawl like a snake, to make body like a chicken because the demonic spirit go into people by the laying on of hand through the satanic workers. Because you don't know everybody in this room. You don't want anybody to lay hand on you. I'm not saying that you are bad people. You may be good people. But just to protect everybody, we don't let anybody lay hand on anybody. Why? I give you an example. If I say, could you please stand up if you are sick? You stand up and they say, okay, let's pray. Five people around you lay hand on you. Because freedom, anyone can lay hand on each other. But one of the person in the five people just watched pornography last night. Went to prostitute or went to gambling last night. Came in with the spirit of gambling and spirit of pornography. He's going to impart into you the same spirit. This is the reason why in the church we want to protect everybody. No massive laying on of hand. You cannot lay hand on anybody unless I give you permission in the church. Period. To protect you from any stranger. Can you imagine if I allow one person to do it? Other people look, okay, I can do it too. By rule in the church, no one lay hand on you. Except I assign somebody. Amen? That should be done in the church to protect people. In conclusion, can you lay hand on the sick? Yes. You can go visit your friend in the hospital and you are the believer, you use your faith, you exercise your faith and lay hand on that sick person in the hospital and that person can be healed. You can lay hand on your relative and that person can be healed as well. Sometimes women come to me 
Pastor, could you please lay hand on this handkerchief? Why? Uh, I want to put under the pillow of my husband, so that my husband will repent, and demon will come out of him. <laughs> Laying on of hands, impartation of the spirit, still can happen today, and we need to be careful of people lay hand on you, and you need to live a holy life, and you lay hand on people by faith, and understand the principle of laying on of hands. Why does our church lay hand on Sunday? Because I have a heart of a father. God the Father moved in me, and the Father want to see His people blessed, healed, successful, rise up, full of grace, full of wisdom and favor. So one way I can help you is to lay hand on you and impart the good things into your life from heaven. Not that I give to you. I don't give it to you. No, it's from Jesus. He passed through my hand and blessed you. It's the heart of the Father to see you blessed, successful, healthy, strong, healed. Amen? The laying out of hands is a sign of love. God wants to bless you. Fill you up with the Holy Spirit and deliver you from demonic power. So you understand me now why we lay hand. Amen? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we learn one of the elementary principles or doctrines of Jesus Christ, the laying on of hands. Oh, Lord, Anoint all of us, Lord, that we can go out and lay hand on the sick. And we can bless people around us by the laying on of hands. Help us, Lord, to live a holy life. Help us, Lord, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And we will not do bad things so that we will not be carrying demons and wrong spirit around us to impart into people's life, Lord. We want to be a pure vessel to impart heaven into people's Lord. We thank you, Father, that you can use our faith, our hands, and our life to bless others, Lord. Lord, thank you, Lord, for teaching us in Jesus' name. If some of you may not be sure that you are a born-again Christian. I want to encourage you to receive Jesus Christ into your heart. He can give you a new life. He can give you a new beginning. Maybe in the past, you were hurt by your parents, by your ex-girlfriend and boyfriend. Maybe you were hurt by situation in your life God say I come to give you life and if you invite Jesus to come to your life he can give you a new beginning the new will come and the old will be gone he's going to give you peace joy grace favor blessing he's going to give you victory success because he bought all those things by His blood 
2,000 plus years ago. And not only that, you can be sure that after you leave this world, you will go to heaven and you will live there for eternity. I want to encourage you to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you want to do so, why don't you pray with me? Speak it out loud. Father in heaven, Father in heaven I, admit, Lord, I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. Please forgive me, Lord, Please forgive me, Lord of my sins. My sins. I, repent of my sin. I repent of my sins. I believe, I believe. And, declare and declare Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. He is my Lord and my Savior. He was raised from the dead on the third day. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now. I open the door of my life. I invite you to come in right now. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and loving me Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternational.com newhopeinternationalchurch.com I'm so thirsty